So how do I get started? Okay. Select and train leaders. Plan time and place for meetings. Plan financing, order supplies. Apply for a charter publicized. I am going to encourage you with everything that is within me, the deepest part of me. We're always looking for fresh bodies and help. But you see a lady, Mary Jane just came into your church and she's vibrant and she's fun and you see her playing with the kids and she really likes children and that's a great idea. And so you run up to her, do you want to be a daisy leader? No. Please do not do that. You go to your coordinator and you say, I think she'd be a good candidate. Your coordinator goes to your pastor, I think she would be a good candidate. Now, Linda, you're being a little hard. Sure, she'd be great. Sure, she may have a wonderful uh, personality and, and be a wonderful leader. But your pastor knows things about people that you and I are not privy to. So you've walked up to her, won't you want, you want to be Daisy? And she says, yeah, I've, I've always wanted to work with kids. But pastor knows something in her background that she is not quite ready to do that. And you've already asked her. You've got to go back to that person and say, I'm sorry, you can't do it. You have wounded a child of the king. Do not, do not, do not, do not, do not. A hundred times, do not, ever. Keep your eyes open always for potential help. That's a wonderful thing. Go to your coordinator. She then goes to your pastor, and you get pastoral approval. Please do not wound the sheep. Because maybe with a little discipling six months down the road, she will be the best Daisy teacher you ever had. But maybe it's too soon yet for her. So please, please, please select and train your train leaders. Okay, on page 45, we select the club leaders and helpers with pastoral approval. Again, I encourage you don't wound the sheep. Jesus said, if you love me, feed my sheep. Don't wound sheep. Okay, we're going to go to 46. Plan financing, share the cost of part of their training as stewardship. Girls should not be excluded because they don't have money, especially your inner city churches and some churches, families that are going through a hard time. They may not have that quarter or 50 cents that you require per week. Don't chastise the child because they don't have it. Whosoever will, Jesus said, may come. And we should be open to each and every child that walks in that door, whether they can give us a dues or not. Don't belittle them. Don't make them feel bad. Order supplies, apply for a charter, and publicize. So, what you're going to need... And should we break here? Okay. Let's ask for a question. Anybody have a question about what we've gone through right now? Okay. Thank you for allowing me to share with you today. I hope you'll come back. <laughs> I never know if I if I don't uh, if I don't have they don't show up. Although I really screwed up today, Lenny. Have you been praying for me back there, baby? <laughs> what I want you to understand is. I'm very human. But I love the Lord. With all my heart. And all my 
session here. I don't know what There's is. lunch. Is there something? There's lunch from 1240 to 140. Okay. okay. And then the next session is, is there something in here? Yeah. Okay. Well, they'll work around you. Okay. They will. Are we okay? The reason why we should have here. Well, no, no. Is it? 
is it is it helping you with what you do a little bit different? Yeah, I mean, I I I, I go at it a little bit different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah. Right, that's exactly. It. Yeah. Well, I'm getting a little couple of tips. Good. But I've probably done this probably ten times. Yes, absolutely. So, absolutely. Here, so. How are you? You just come in with us. God bless you. I'm Linda. Nice to have you. Do you have a book? Uh, Hi. Did if you have just come into the girls' ministry, uh, girls' ministry, uh, if you do not have a book, we will give you one. Yeah, I would rather have a pepper. Do you need the recorder anymore? The tape CD. Um, I no, I don't. I do not. You do not so. need that. Okay, I'm gonna pack that up. Yeah. Hi, how are you? Uh, this is girls' ministry. They have so, switched you. You're right next door. Being the church, okay. You know when we get a guy in here, I know there's a problem. <laughs> Some of these men are not wanting to stay with us. I think Oh, you're in the next room. Okay, my love. What, honey? Do you need anything? 
No, no, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. <laughs> Tell me when our 10 minutes is up, and I'm going to start immediately because I've got to. We're never going to get through it if I don't. Yeah. When um, the girls who just joined us today, we're going to begin on 40, page 47 of that manual. Okay. Hi. Well, you can you can stay. We would love you. Her class would not be happy. No. I don't know. Thank you, Jesus. God knew the old woman with menopause would not have done well in there. Thank you, Lord Jesus. She's young. She can take it. Okay, I think I've got, what, three books, four books to show back up. Thank you, Lynn. Yeah, we could take it back off and cut the heat, too. I'm from the Cleveland section. I am your training coordinator of, great, of all of Ohio. What, we will, what you can do is if you have a group in your area for those new ladies that came in and you need your girls trained, your 
area rep can train you or I will be happy to come to your church. Give me a call and we will set up a training. I can do a training for one. I can do a training for 50. Uh, it matters not to me. What matters to me is to equip you so that you are able to do the best you can do for your programs. So what do they need? Here's some other helps. Music. You don't have to close it now. I have no more music. Unless no, I'm... Oh, she gets loud? Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I leave it, leave it slightly open. I don't want them to think that they can't come in ever again, you know, in case they got held up in a potty line. Posters, music, club unique products, stickers, poster board, bulletin board, and supplies, okay? We're on page 47, Okay. So you can see all the availability. One of the beautiful things about this program is they give you everything you really, really need to be successful as a leader. And the only thing that, that would limit you is your inability to read. If you can read, you can teach this. If you have a desire to reach children for Jesus Christ, you can do this program. That isn't a problem at all. Okay. Again, I train entirely different when I have more time. We're doing a real compressed thing and doing as fast as I can getting through the material for you. So there are all these things that are available, posters and music and fun, unique decorative incentives, stickers, postcards, and bulletin board supplies. They have everything that you need. You can see your girls' ministry catalog for any of that. With all the equipment and purchasing all the supplies, how you truly, truly reach a child for the Lord Jesus is in your prayer life. Tennyson said, more things are wrought by prayer than this world dreams of. In other words, your prayer life will be directly impacted your ministry. It will directly impact your ministry. So what makes a good leader? Let's take a look find out. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man or a girl's ministry leader availeth much. There are going to be times when you're going to be faced with a situation in your classroom and you will not know what to do with it. Go to the master. He's smarter than you and I are. Okay, go to the master and talk to him about it. But sanctify the Lord in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks for it. The reason of hope that's within you with meekness and fear. Don't lord over your girls. Don't act like they, you're the God's gift to intelligence with meekness and fear. I think one of the biggest fears I have when I teach you or I teach my girls is, Lord, don't let me say anything amiss that would hinder them from seeking you that would discourage them, that they would not believe that they could achieve everything that God has for their lives. Lord, help me to do that. It's our challenge to follow the Lord and his word and be ready to give an answer why we believe, why we believe in his salvation, but with great care and conviction because we've made a study of the word a priority and we're able to share Jesus effectively. Here's some spiritual qualities of a leader. Please remember, I press toward the mark of the high calling of Christ Jesus. 
we are still a work in progress until he comes or we breathe our, breathe our last breath but is consumed with the love of God okay which results in an overwhelming love for the girls is committed to the girls she's leading is faithful to the clubs as a ministry tool to disciple the girls leads, uh, leads the girl in spiritual truth diligently prays for those under her leadership and their pastor and their coordinator okay and sets a Christ like example so what makes a good leader let's take a look at page 49 the key word to all that Jesus did and all that you ever accomplished is love if I have not love, I'm a sounding gong and a tinkling cymbal. In other words, you have got to love those girls like Jesus loves you even when you're unlovely. Okay? We're going to go to 50. One of the best ways to become a good leader is to learn to follow those in authority. You are on display 24-7 with those girls. If they see you in Walmart or the drugstore, your actions and attitudes and, and speech should be glorifying to the Father. Now, that doesn't mean you go around preaching through Walmart. What that means is your attitude and, and, and your kindness to others, they're constantly watching you. So when you see your girl coming down the grocery thing, you don't take your cart and go down the next aisle. Oh, here she is. Okay. Okay. When you're in the ladies' room on Sunday morning and you're a little miffed with your friend at church and you badmouth her and the kid is in the stall, you're teaching her to be a backbiter. Okay? In other words, you are constantly, constantly training and teaching and modeling what Jesus should be like. So, the best way to become a good leader is to follow those in authority. Do not have pastor for Sunday dinner if you invite your girls over. And I don't mean you're feeding them roast beef. I mean you're telling about, well, that was a lousy sermon. He is your spiritual covering. And so if you disagree with him or you see a fault and he's human, guess what? He puts his pants on like you and I do too. If he is, he, God has allowed you to see the fault so that you can pray, not criticize. Pray. Number three, a sponsor with a positive attitude is more effective in leading her girls. If you come into the club room on Wednesday night and go, I am exhausted. All I wanted to do was go home and sit down. But I have to be here. Do you know how excited those girls are going to be about the club when you act like that? Okay? Be excited to see them. Be ready. Okay? Again, honor the leaders. Be trustworthy. Emphasize positive. Be a good communicator. Be dependable. Oh, for all you coordinators, I'm going to say this and you're going to love me for it. 
be 10 minutes early. You don't know the palpitations we get when we've only got two leaders and we've got five classes. And you guys stroll in about 10 after we go, oh, thank you, Lord, they showed up. Be punctual. Be on time. Be early. Early is on time. There you go. In other words, when you came in here, was I squirreling around and setting all this stuff up? No. I was here. I was waiting for you. You were important to me. You are a priority. I got here first. I was waiting for you. What you're telling a girl when you show up at 10 after and it's supposed to have been 7 o'clock, what you're telling them is you're not a priority, you're not important, and I'll get to you when I get to you. Now, you didn't say any of that, but your actions are showing it. Be early. And I like that, Lenny. You were right. Being 10 minutes early is on time. A sponsor with a positive attitude is effective in leading the girls. I have to laugh at this one, that bottom one. Financially support your girls' ministry. Those of you who are in girls' ministry know God has your hands, your heart, and your pocketbook. (laughs) He's got it all, honey. He's got it all because that's going to be. And please keep adequate records, especially if that child is going to go on and become an honor star or an honor uh, girls only. We need to have those records to prove that she indeed has achieved all those things so she gets that rose, that gold rose, for the honor girls only, okay? So keep adequate records. Here's some spiritual qualifications for the leaders. Be born again, spirit-filled, or seeking the baptism. Living a consistent Christian life, being faithful to church attendance. You not only are faithful on Wednesday night, but that child should see you on Sunday morning in a pew. Jesus, I love him. He's my priority, but I had to go golf this Sunday. Is he your priority? Or what do you say? That child should see you every time it is Sunday morning. (coughs) You should be there interested in the welfare of the child and they have to be 18 years old to be a coordinator and 16 to be a sponsor okay okay let's see here's some job descriptions coordinator is a woman who organizes a club and oversees it for the church or does any of the classes they don't put that there but that's really true Sponsor is a woman who leads a club, and a helper is a woman or man in rainbows who assists the local church, uh, the classrooms. We're on page 51. Okay. This is how we support the girls' ministry. Okay. We receive offerings from the local club, tithing from the local club to the district office. So in other words, you can't take your quarters or your 50 cents each week and then your coordinator should gather that up and tithe to the district office. That helps with the paperwork and all the things that they do. It's important. It is on your test. We're going to be at page 52. Work with the pastor to select all the club leaders. Provide leadership training, and that's what you're all doing here today. Plan for special activities. Hold regular scheduled leader meetings. Establish good record-keeping. 
and maintain files for the correspondence and order and oversee and know. Connect and subscribe. Um, we have now we now have forums, and I will be discussing la that later if I have time. Uh, a lot of things are done now on Facebook and and uh, emails. Okay. Um, let's see. So, to become a sponsor or leader, you must complete the girls' training guide, and that's what you're doing today to do that. Memorize the five-fold purposes of, of the assemblies, okay? And uh, attend district and sectional leadership training seminars and complete additional training materials that's offered by the national office. So, we're going to take a look at a leader conducts regular planned meetings. That's on page 53, and it's the first bullet. That will be on your test. A helper is about midway bullets. Be flexible and help wherever is needed. And 54. To be the most effective sponsor you can be is to glorify God. A good sponsor is well-trained and a prepared sponsor. It's important that you are prepared, that you don't open up your manual on Wednesday night and start teaching, you should have prepared ahead of time and know what you're going to be doing. To become an honor sponsor, motivation must be to be the best sponsor you can be for glorifying of the God. Uh, one of my sponsors, I, have to, I get tickled at her because she learns the scripture along with the kids and she challenges them. She kind of baits them and says, well, I got it. Why can't you? You've got to be at least 16 years of age, complete the training. Read the entire club sponsor and memorize that five full purpose. That has that was a few years ago that they started doing that, and uh, it is now required at all honor club levels. Okay, becoming an honor sponsor, memorized in, uh, all the unit memory verses and the club distinctives, and request the honor sponsor application. Okay, and complete uh, the district. Uh, Ministry director to review and complete the application. Okay. Becoming an honor coordinator, they get to read all the training guides, all six club levels, and read the coordinator's guide and then memorize that five full purpose. And that's how you become an honor coordinator. Okay. We're now on page 55. Okay. And again, notice that that fivefold purpose is in each one. 56. There's additional training that can be done. The bronze level of achievement. Again, your reps are quite capable of teaching all their, these. They're intelligent women, marvelous, marvelous people. Lynn back there uh, from Cincinnati has uh, taught, I think you've taught bronze, haven't you? Yeah, a couple times. Then silver. And gold. Now, you cannot do gold before you do bronze and silver. In other words, it's got to be done in that order, systematic order. You can do any of that on your own, but to achieve recognition, it must be done in order. Okay? And then you finish the requirements. Other sponsors... Honor coordinators may became a higher level of achievement by becoming uh, honor uh, coordinators or sponsors in bronze, gold, and silver. In other words, so you're an honor sponsor, then you take the bronze and you honor it on through. 
Okay. Okay. Silver levels requirement, you have to be a bronze level recipient to complete the requirements for the Momentum Leadership Unit. And then the gold level, you have to be a silver to complete it, the leadership device, and then uh, you uh, had a gold level. There's little pins. Uh, I have them in a, somewhere in my <coughs> coordinators or my um, GPS book. I know I've got it here somewhere. Uh, they, it, you can wear a little pin, and it's either bronze, silver, or gold. Yeah, yeah. Is there pictures in that one? There is. You can show them what they look. No, that's just the order of fiddle. No. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. All right. Leaders who have not completed the requirements to become honor sponsors can take it as a personal thing. You just can't wear the pins. So, please, if you do not or cannot, for some reason, finish the other, you can take these and glean the information from it. You just can't wear the pin. Okay. Very simple. Okay, let's go to 56, and we're talking about building classroom guidelines. Build a relationship with your girls. Again, I told you in the beginning, your girls will never believe or listen to you if they do not know first you love them, that you're on their side. Allow ad adequate time to prepare, keep your room clean, supervise transition times, and set clear boundaries. Believe it or not, they really do want boundaries, although you, they seem to buck them all the time. But they really do want boundaries. It's important that they understand exactly what you expect. In other words, one day, don't allow them to talk in the classroom uh, without uh, raising their hand or, or speaking to you first or you acknowledging them. And then the next week, you chastise them for talking. Be consistent, whatever you do, okay? Number 57, a messy room will help, will feel disorganized and will cause them to be easily distracted. Again, it's basically saying to them, I care about you, and I want, to, I want you to have the best environment for learning. There's sample club rooms, the rules that you'll see on page 57, be kind to one another, Ephesians 4.32. Each girl, no matter what her intelligence, her socio um, background is, has the right to be treated fairly and kindly. Two, to show proper respect to everybody. And whatever you have, hand finds to do, do it with all your might. One of the things that we want to train our girls to do is do, do everything excellently. Require them to do it excellently. Yes, you can make a mistake. But do the best you can. I have a grandson who has uh, cerebral palsy. And he can't write because his hands won't allow him. But his mind is brilliant. So if you have a girl who's handicapped, it's not. I don't know what that's all about. It's not going to be perfect. It's, it's that, yeah, the side room for sorry. It's okay. Why? Okay. I, I, I just asked these questions. Why? Okay. Whatever your hands find to do, do it well. Okay? I didn't say perfectly. They can make mistakes, but ask them to do it well, to the best of their ability. 
okay. Uh, then we're going to be talking, so number, the first line, the highlighted or the uh, bold print is going to be on your test. Be kind to one another, show proper respect, whatever your hand finds to do, it will be on your test. Then we're going to talk about dealing with uh, reaction and how you discipline a group, okay? The first thing is minimal interaction. You look directly at the girl, but don't say anything. Uh, usually when I'm teaching, I'm always moving because they never know where I'm going to be. <laughs> and usually a look will stop them. Um, being an old teacher, I can give a look that will stop a clock. Okay. Usually that's sometimes, or most of the time, that's all you really need to do. The next thing you do is advanced moderate interaction, and that's a verbal comment. Never demeaning. Mary, I know you didn't mean to say that to Sue. Because I know you're a kind and a wonderful young woman. And you would never hurt her feelings on purpose. Maybe after class you need to apologize. Why did you shoot your stinking mouth off? Are you dumb or what? You understand the difference between the two? Please always season it with encouragement, direction. God always directs us. He chastises those he loves. And if you see a girl interacting or reacting to other people rudely or unkindly, what you're basically, and by ignoring that, you're basically saying that behavior is okay and it really isn't. It's not glorifying God. So with encouragement... Ask them to step up to be greater and better than they really are right that minute. And encourage them. Give them the opportunity to change and make a change. But then there's an advanced interaction. Um, one of my coordinator, uh, uh, reps was telling me she works with children with special needs. And this particular child got frustrated and he picked up a chair and threw it. Now, if they're throwing chairs you need to not give them a look. <laughs> you need to do something, okay? So you inform the coordinator of situations that are repeating. In other words, by showing love and redirection, if that isn't working, and if speaking to them isn't working, then you need to talk to the coordinator and find out what you can do with parental help to modify that girl's behavior. Every girl deserves a second chance. Every girl deserves. They have to know it's wrong to be able to change. Okay? And so you inform the coordinator, make mental notes or write a written record of a girl's behavior if it's consistent. Consistent. We're talking about consistent, defiant things that might hurt another child in the classroom then you need to make mental notes of it, talk to your coordinator, talk to your pastor, and then maybe together you either counsel with the girl or you go to the girl with the girl to the parent and say, this is what we're seeing. We're concerned about your child. We want them to have the best uh, opportunity to be in class, but we're seeing uh, some behaviors that are limiting her achievement. So let's work together and see if we can't find a solution. Okay. What do I need to know about the children is our next section, and that is page 59. 
in that dark bullet you're going to see every girl who enters the club room has a need for security identity and acceptance they have to know that you matter to me I'm teaching you if you were the only one here I would do that for because you are a priority and you are safe with me I, even though you make a mistake I'm never going to laugh at you I'm never going to uh, call you out for doing something silly. I accept you for who you are and that I have, you have, you're safe with me. Again, I told you a little bit earlier, never promise a girl that you're not going to tell. But if a girl tells you something difficult, I don't know how to tell my mom. Say, honey, I love you. No matter what you do, I love you but let's go to mom and I'll go with you and we'll be praying. We're going to pray first before we go to mom and then I'm going to stand with you and I'm going to tell mom I don't think any less of you because you made a mistake. I'm going to stand with you and we'll tell mom about the problem. Don't ever promise that we won't tell. Don't ever. Because it makes you out a liar and you don't want to do that to them. Okay, we're going to take a look at page 60. And there's every child, physical, mental, emotional, social, and spiritual. We have to know about the children to understand. Boy, if that doesn't look like a, uh, Kimmy's baby, doesn't it? Yeah. Does. It does. My. And this is like 20 years old, I think. Okay, we're going to take a look at preschoolers. And here, uh, again, I don't have time to go through all this. It's wonderful guidelines. It will help you understand them. Okay. By looking at this, but I'm going to hit you a couple highlights here that will be on your test. Two through four-year-olds lack fine coordination skills. They fall down a lot, and you don't give them sharp scissors. Okay? Please don't give them sharp scissors. Don't give them finger paint without you being right over them either. Okay? And they're eager to please. They can... You can get so much in them when you go, wow, you did a good job. Yay. And everybody cheers. They did it. They got their memory verse. Yay. They are eager to please. They want to be there and help. They'll be there. Now let's go to 62. Daisy girls like active play and games. They would not do well in a classroom like what I'm in making you endure. You teach the lesson, you get up and you move and you play. And you can do many, many different things. Um, I had a child who could not, he had learning disabilities and they could not learn the lesson. And so <clears throat> what I did one day was, she just wasn't getting it. So I did this. You say to me, okay, Linda, you have really lost your mind now. Ready? Listen. A friend loved with it. Now I want you to hear it. Did you hear it? There is a key to every child that you can unlock. He has the keys. You ask him for the key to unlock that child. This is what the girl unlocked her. And she learned. 
There are no children who are uneducable. There are people, teachers who will not try, who will not pray, who will not ask God for guidance. Okay? So, daisies like active play. So do something and get up and move. Okay? One of my favorites, where's my little blue bag? What I do with my blue bag? Here it is. I got it. move them. They've been in there a long time. Uh, you catch like I do. Throw it. Friend, throw it. Love it. My goodness, girls, you are going to be on my team. Love it. At. Okay, throw it back, baby. Oh. Now, what that did was, you had to pay attention to me, didn't you? Because you didn't know where it was going. Okay? You can do, not with a beanbag, but you can do it with a balloon. Okay? A beanbag, a balloon, whatever. Marching. A friend loveth all times. A friend loveth all times. A friend loveth all times. Yeah! Okay? Ask God what your particular children need. And then, however silly, do it. Okay? The older girls like rap. Don't ask me. I'm too stinkable to do a rap song. <laughs> but if you can do the verse in a rap, okay? That was as bad as our throwing. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's take a look then. They like to be first in their self defense. For heaven's sakes, with daisies, don't say we're going to the bathroom now. Everybody goes, No, it's my turn, I'm going. <laughs> you know I'm not telling you the truth. So, what you do is say, Mary Sue, you can be the line leader. That avoids that rush at the door. I've got to be first. Okay? There are people in our congregation that never got past daisies. Excuse me. Okay, let's go on to 64. That's a high-level activity. I call them the jumping beating age. they got to move. they got to move. They're moving. And believe it or not, they can learn when they're doing this. Father, okay. You think, how in the name of God can you learn? You're constantly moving. You're jiggling. You're wiggling. You're, you're all over the place. They do. They just need to move. Let them move. Don't make them sit. They're competitive I like to win, but they're very sympathetic. Prims are very sympathetic. Those three things are going to be on your test. They're high-level activity. They're competitive. They're sympathetic. Going back to the daisies on your test, they like to play games, and they want to be first. Turning over to 66, they're generally healthy, and physical changes are beginning. One minute they're Barbies, the next minute they're after boys. You just never know who you're going to get. It's kind of exciting to be a star teacher because you never know who's going to walk in the door. You just never know. So be adaptable. Be ready. And they struggle with favoritism. 
they're devastated when their friend won't talk to them. They're just absolutely horribly, horribly devastated. So the factor that you love them in any way, that's the greatest, that's the greatest thing you can do. We're going to take a look at girls with special needs. Shaving cream is my friend. Why? Well, it cleans the desk. No. You can spray shaving cream around, and they can write the memory verse in the shaving cream. Okay. Have them write it on the board. Some, as my friend, what's, what verse was that? Anybody remember? See? See? So what you're going to be able to do is take a look and challenge the sponsor of the girl with special needs. The sponsor may adjust the achievement program. If they can't learn the long star scripture, have them learn just the, the central idea. Okay? It's okay. They're not going to be drummed out of heaven because they didn't learn the very long scripture. Make it easy for them to understand. Encourage them to do their best and break down some of the requirements into smaller parts. Don't expect them to have a long retention if they are incapable of it, okay? Reward her for completing each part. Be her cheerleader. Memorize the central truth rather than the entire memory verse and listen to the Bible on CD. You know, they have to do the New Testament in the STAR program and some of them just can't get it together to read it. Give them a tape, give them a CD, and let them do it that way. Okay. On page 69, what will she need? Will she need special equipment? If you have a child who is really very, very active, you may need to ask a friend like uh, Christine here to help you sit with that child and help them. In the case of my grandson Nico, he has to have a scribe. In other words, he can tell them the answers and the person has to write for him because he's incapable of writing his hand. He knows it, but he can't write it. Okay. How can your activities be adapted for her? Try, if you have a child in a wheelchair, you obviously aren't going to put her in the basement. Be accommodating. And will you need additional help if you have a child who's very rambunctious? Um, Crystal, who is the other rep, was telling us about that. She, when her children, uh, special needs children, become very agitated, she will say to them, uh, let's take a walk, or do you need a timeout? Remember, God loves them. They're valuable. And can you adjust them to their needs? Requirements may be adjusted as needed, and she may listen to the Bible on CD rather than that, and they should be consistent with the child's level. Number 70, know, let her know that she's important. Listen to her, accept her feelings and her ideas. You don't have to agree with them, but she has the right to express them or say them. Take time to let her know that you feel that she makes a worthwhile contribution in the classroom. Offer options or projects or methods to complete her records and set a reasonable goals and provide guidance. 
especially with a child who has special needs, you may have to talk to the parent, and they are you're going to be your greatest advocate. Do you know they're excited to have somebody who wants their child, who wants the best for their child, that is on their side? So talk to their parents. Say, what makes the child uncomfortable? Is it loud noises? Then when you're doing a boisterous game, have your aide take that child out of the room and do something quietly, color or something. Talk to the parent. Also, if a teacher is available, they may give you a uh, crystal. Uh, I wish that everybody could have gone into her class about special needs and how to reach them. She's a, what a wonderful, wonderful woman Crystal Fox is. If you ever get a chance to be in one of her classes, please do. She's wonderful. And she has a, God has given her a gift to reach out to children who have problems and situations. And she is a fountain of information. Talk to the teacher. She may know what works in a classroom. She may know what sets that child off. She may know how the key, remember I talked about a key for that child. Okay. Above all, demonstrate God's love to them. So, what is a club model? Girls' ministry is a discipleship ministry. It's effective in various settings for different church sizes. They have a thing called church together where the boys and girls meet together and then they split out. If you have a small church, don't beat yourself up. Do what you can. If you only have one club member, club group, your church is small, and you only have stars, do your stars to the best you can. Don't worry about not having daisies or sunshine or, or prims. Just do the stars and do it well. The curriculum offers a foundation which your church can build its custom design ministry. And each church should consider what elements the girls met works best for them. One pattern doesn't fit all. Don't beat yourself up because you don't have all the bells and whistles. Use the material that you have and use it to its fullest and do the best you can do. Historically, the Girls Ministry Club has been an achievement-based program. Badges were important. It's tougher now. I don't know whether you've noticed it, but parents don't. They're so busy, and they're tired from working, and they don't always bring their girls every week. And that, as a leader, can be very frustrating because you're trying to get them to win a badge. No. Your goal is to hide the word of God in their heart. And whether they come one or all the weeks of the month, of course, we want them all to be there every week, but they don't drive. How could they get there unless the parent brings them? So you don't want to chastise a child because, well, you missed last week, and that was an important lesson. No. Each week, you're hiding the word of God in their heart. Get that in your head. Don't get hung up on, they got to win a badge. Yes, we want them to be, have achievement. Yes, we want them to be recognized for, for their excellence. But if they can only come once a week, okay. I got the word of God in them that day. And that's important to do. We're on page 71, and we're going to pass by that. I think we've discussed it. One pattern doesn't fit all. Okay. The common misperception is everything in a lesson and format must be completed in one meeting. It's a guideline. It's not in concrete. So that particular day, you worked on memory verses, and guess what? Your entire class got the word of God in their heart. Praise God. 
that day a child comes in and they're having trouble at home and they need prayer and they ask you for prayer. That day the child says, I want to have Jesus in my heart, but I didn't get the lesson plan done. Talk. Okay, be adaptable. Be adaptable. All right. Adapt the suggested activities or crafts to your setting. If you have carpet in your club room, don't use glitter. Amen. <laughs> okay. If you have carpet in your classroom, don't use paint. Okay. Be adaptable. Change your stories to fit the context of your culture. Remember, if you're talking to inner city kids, you've got to bring it down where they're at, where they live, what they deal with. Okay? It's the principle, the spiritual value that's most important. Here's an annual club evaluation. You complete this evaluation to help you evaluate what will work best in your clubs, and that should be on your page 73. This is not to condemn you, but it's to say, where am I at? And am I achieving this? Am I, am I reaching them? And I'm going to tell you as, as a leader, as a trainer, did you get the word in them, and are they operating in the word? If you do that, hang the rest of it. Because it's what we do for Christ that will last. It's that word of God that they hide in their heart. And I think Jess can tell you that, that the scriptures she learned in stars come back to her years later when she's under pressure or have situations. Am I right? So getting the word in is the priority. But this is a guide to tell, am I achieving what I needed to achieve? Smaller churches. You may need to change how the clubs are grouped. Primary focus should be discipleship. I um, did a... Ta-da. ta I did a um, uh, thing. Let's see if I've got it here. To show you that, let's say you have got uh, uh, prims and daisies and you only have one leader to do it all. There is an availability to combine classrooms. Okay, and, and it is on your um, National Girls Ministry. Aha! Thank you. Yeah, that, that's, here's that bronze and gold. I was talking you can pass that around take a look at that kid. That when you are an honor sponsor. You can find this on the national site. This happens, there is one for everyone in there, but you can combine daisies and rainbows with these two units. And I'll, and I'll start it over here. You can kind of peek at that. In here, I've got all of the club levels. Okay? I just happen to have that one showing. Um, so, if you have a small church and you've only got three leaders and you've got five groups, you can combine the program very simply, okay, by using, they, they've shown you which, which programs will go together. Okay, and you can find that on the National Girls Ministry site. So you don't have to read both manuals to try to figure out well, which one will fit with which one. It has done, okay? It's done for you, okay?
There is a together program I explained to you about earlier that is, uh, you can add the girls and the boys ministry. It's big vision, but not enough workers. And so you can have a Royal Ranger and a girls, but keep gender specific distinctives. The plan's designed for small churches. Okay. It's not a co-ed program. They're going to, they start in an opening and then they split. Okay. But they can, you can work it out. Okay. And it's how to. It's a downloadable resource. So look on your website and you will find it on the National Girls Ministry website. Churches with larger groups. Churches may, with many girls may face their own organizational challenges. Don't have your class one leader in 30, 30 girls in a room. You can't relate to all of them. Split them up. Okay? You want to be able to know that child. You want to be able to know about that child's family. You want to be able to know what sport they're in. You want to understand them so that you can relate to them and help them grow. Okay? So if you what a wonderful problem if I had 30 stars. Split it up, though. Split it up, okay? Effective discipleships can't happen in overcrowded rooms, so... You divide them by age and grade level. Dividing groups requires careful planning so that they're not repeating that. So you have to work with the other co-teacher so that, well, this time I'm going to teach this and I'm going to teach this so that you're not teaching the same thing. Page 77, the concept is to have combined ministries based on age level, outpost, breaking out for gender-specific opportunities. It's the first line, and it is on your test. Okay. On your test. Okay, let's see. On a shoestring budget is page 78. Again, we talked a little bit about it. Just use the stickers instead of the badges. Okay. You don't necessarily have to have a, have to have a uniform for everybody. Yeah, Pat, did everybody look at it? Um, you don't necessarily have to have everybody have a uniform if they can't afford it, if they can't afford the sash, whatever. Okay. Um, who were we talking to about the other day, Lenny, that they, they gave their badges and they, they attached them to a teddy bear? Yeah, Timmy was something Yeah. Tim was saying that was cost. Cost. I think Somebody did it, and they, they just gathered. They didn't give the badges out when they earned them. They just gave them to them at the end when they finished the programs, when they were moving up, yeah. like the end of the year, that kind of thing. So they gave them a whole year's worth of badges. And then, then the older girls with the pins, I think they pinned them. You can pin them on a hat. Yeah, we've done, we've done ribbons. Ribbons. Bags. Right. So there's no there's a there's a hundred different ways you can do it. In other words, you don't have to have a uniform. Yes, it's nice when you go out. You you're a unified group, but if your church can't afford it, don't feel bad. Jesus loves you. It's okay. All right. Um, let's see. The fivefold purpose is soundly based on the scripture teaching concerning salvation, discipleship, and evangelism. This is. A purpose is driving force behind the ministry. In other words, get the word in. Get the word in. Get the word in. Okay? Friends and girls only consider holding meetings at the sponsor's home or another location for another time. Partners with your youth pastor. Uses friends and girls only. Small groups. With that. Yeah, that's we're good. Um, okay. 
Uh, okay, and uh, as small groups within a group. I am not comfortable with that statement, and let me tell you why. You should never go anywhere or do anything with your girls without another adult leader. And okay, with pastoral approval, if you want to go to, a, to the leader's home, you should have another adult leader with you. Anybody tell me why I'm saying that? Why am I saying that? To protect you. To protect you. That's exactly right. Absolutely. That's why your club room's doors should be always open. That's why your coordinator should walk around the rooms and check, check the rooms and see not only how you were doing, but as a monitor so that no improprieties could be presented uh, against you because they have seen you in that classroom. They've watched you in that classroom. You're sa it's for your safety. Not that we don't trust you. This is a sick and dying world, girls. Don't ever take them out on an outing. Yes, you can go to the mall with them. Take another adult with you. Okay. Yes, you can go in different places. Yes, you can have a meeting in your home. But having another adult. A pastoral approved adult. Okay. Um, all right. Let's see. What's our next one? Okay. Should not let themselves to the sponsor guide or the club room setting. Girls should not be be able to uh, uh, work at no, be have all work and no play. In other words, they should have as much time as they're learning. The playing can come in that volleyball learning. They're getting the word of God in their heart while they're popping that volleyball around, while they're marching, while they're singing, while they're rapping. They're getting the word in, but they're playing. Girls' attention span, especially today, I don't know, Lindy. What's what do you think the the attention span of a kid is now? Pretty, it's it's they limited. Really say about a minute per age. Yeah. And then you need to change what you do. Right. So for ten years old, you might get, you might get ten minutes of their undivided attention, Maybe not even working with you, but it would definitely won't work with a child, okay? Help your girls fulfill their requirements while having fun. And be fun. Be silly. Be goofy. They like it when you're funny. Okay. Okay, thanks, babe. And I'm I'm doing okay. We're getting her there. Uh, so what's a project? You can take it outside outside the thing. Here you can have a person come in and do a human video for the older girls. They would love that. Sewing, baking, skits, crafts, babysitting, sign language. Sign language is a beautiful thing if you have someone that can teach them or if you can learn it yourself and teach them. And then maybe on a Sunday morning they could do a song that would praise God in sign language. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing to do. Okay. Projects. Okay. Adapt the unit project to match your girls. You're not going to have them do macrame, especially if you're me, because I can't remember my life, my right from my left. And I have a macrame reindeer that, um, well, let's say it's in the drawer, and he looks like he needs healing, okay? So if, if the child is not good at something, make it, change it up, change it up. You are limited only by imagination. Consider the intellectual cap capability of each child and make the changes. Okay. 
Adapt your unit projects to match your girls' interests and provide them. If the girls are... I broke a nail. You don't want them out repelling. But you don't call a Mary Kay representative in if they're in baseball. Okay? They're not interested in their jocks. Okay? So, adapt it. They're limited only by imagination and consider their... their uh, capable capabilities beyond the club rooms to camp or not to camp we have ladies uh, ladies 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 we have the head of the powet for ohio right here and if i get a little bit then broyer it handles this beautifully she arranges it and she does a super job if you don't camp you ought to try it I'll let her hold you at the door till she signs you up for the next <laughs> camping session, okay? There is something. Yes, she doesn't camp and she goes. There's something about getting those girls away from home, away from the church, and looking at the stars, and they realize there's somebody bigger up there than me. Amen. And they will share things around a campfire that they may never open up anywhere else. So I encourage you to camp or try it. Or come down for the day and see the activities. And if your girls get excited about it, maybe they'll push you into doing it. And you know what? The rangers will let you use their tent. Can't guarantee you if it's going to be clean, but they will let you use their tents. Okay. The word adventure denotes fun and excitement and discovery and something out of the ordinary. Adventure should be complete as a club, not individually. So we need to camp. Some types of adventures, outdoor, professional, community, industry, fine arts, and ministry. Okay. You could visit a pizza parlor. You could go to a candy factory. You could have uh, somebody from Mary Kay come in. You could have a person who loves to sew, show them how to do some cross-stitch. There's a hundred different ways you can do it. They are out of the box. The fifth component of the five points is to point them with the Great Commission. Go into all the world and preach the gospel, the good news. Go is the principle. Miraculously reads, if you're going to go into the entire world, proclaim the good news. So we want to be able to teach them to do all that Jesus has commanded them to do. Okay. We're going to, I think we're about done, aren't we? 85. We're going to end at 85, and we'll meet you back here, not next thing. 2.30. We can be back here again, ladies. Again, thank you for the privilege of being with us today. I wish I had more time because I have stories and I don't have time for not one of them. God bless you. Come to camp and she'll tell you the story. Yeah, come to camp. I'll show you. Lenny, stand by the door. Get their commitment. Quick, quick, quick. Yeah. Honey, you you may take that if you'd like. Thank you. I took notes. Okay. Oh, did you? Okay. God bless you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, you too. Oh, honey, no problem. Okay. Thank you, baby. I'm going to put all this aside. Okay. Oh, I think we have you. Are you good? Okay. All right. Oh, good. How are they? Good. Good. So which 
God bless you, honey. I'll see you later. So proud of you. All right, now we'll have to turn this off. Yeah, I just did. Okay. And it's got to cool. The next thing, um, I wish I knew who was coming in here next. I'll, I'll tell you. Okay. The reason, the reason being, let's see, I'm at 83. All right. I'm going to shut this down.